Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the weekly commodities roundup with me, your host and guide, Ravindra Rao, from Kotak Securities Commodities Research Desk. The biggest question hovering over uh, financial markets is how soon Fed may start its monetary tightening process, and this has led to volatile trade across asset classes. Commodities ended higher for the week on back of a weaker U.S. dollar. Central banks remain in focus, and this may keep currencies and larger financial markets volatile. The biggest factor uh, affecting commodities and larger financial markets is outlook for Fed's monetary policy. Following Powell's more dovish than expected stance at Jackson Hole Symposium, the markets were surprised last week with disappointing non-farm payroll sprint. U.S. non-farm payrolls report noted a sharp slowdown in jobs growth in the month of August, owing to changes, challenges from uh, virus spread, and this reduced the case for Fed's monetary tightening. Lack of any clarity from Fed has forced market players to look at the U.S. economic data and Fed comments to gauge the central bank's next step. While Fed was in focus, hawkish comments from uh, some of the ECB officials and bigger-than-expected rise in Price pressure increased uncertainty about central bank's monetary policy just two days ahead of its next meeting. The US dollar has continued its slide lower as it slumped to one month low on disappointing jobs report, hawkish comments by ECB officials and reduced safe haven buying amid general stability in equities. Market players played down the risk of early and aggressive tightening by Fed after Fed chairman uh, Jerome Powell said that the bond tapering may happen this year but failed to give a clear timeline and once again played down inflation risks and tried to de-link end of bond purchases with interest rate hikes. Last week, the DXY index fell 0.6% to close at 92.11. Technically, a uh, uh, dollar index has moved below the support of 92.45 after failing to sustain above 93.20, which was the multiple top. Now the trend, the, the very short term trend seems slightly lower and uh, there is a possibility the dollar index might test. 91.50, uh, 91.40 zone, which is the 252-day moving average. Uh, and on the upside, uh, the uh, the earlier support of 92.45 would act as the resistance now. And uh, if it goes above 92.45 on a closing basis, then again, uh, the range would change to 92.45 to 93, 93.20. So until 92.45 holds, uh, the dollar index looks weak and uh, possibly it might test 91.40, 91.50 on the lower levels. Now, this is positive for precious metals as uh, precious metals uh, last week uh, uh, moved higher uh, on back of disappointing non-farm payroll sprint and uh, the weaker dollar. Comex Gold witnessed mixed trade but ended with a 0.8% gain last week having benefited from the weakness in the dollar. It ended higher for third week and moved above the 1800 level ounce. Uh, once again testing the important resistance near 1834-1836. Although gold once again reached the 1834 level, it has failed to attract much investor interest, um, uh, which can be seen from the uh, ETF holdings. Gold holdings with SPDR ETF fell by 3.2 tons to 998.52 tons, lowest since April 2020. Comex Silver uh, gained 2.8% last week amid concurrent gains in gold and uh, industrial metals on back of uh, a weak US dollar. Silver ETF inflows although showed uh, some buying interest after a sharp fall in prices. Silver holdings with iShares ETF rose by 125.21 tons or 0.7% to 17,103.92 tons. 
Uh, we may see volatile trade in precious metals going ahead as market reacts to US economic numbers, Fed comments, virus situation as well as development relating to China. But buying interest may emerge at lower levels amid rising economic risks. On the technical front, uh, gold, as we are continuously mentioning that 1834, 1836 dollars uh, per ounce uh, needs to be taken out by the bulls if uh, they want to take the price uh, initially to 1854 uh, dollars and higher. So that remains a crucial hurdle for the bulls. Um, if it closes above 1834, 1836 dollars, then we might see a sustained up move. Till then, uh, it, it would act, uh, it would trade in a range, 1790 to uh, 1830, 1835 would be the range. Uh, uh, in case of silver, uh, silver also uh, has, uh, has, has taken uh, strong support at the lower levels and uh, it has uh, moved higher. We had mentioned a, 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 a bullish Tasuki formation last week and that worked uh, as the prices went past our uh, mentioned target of uh, $24.50 dollars and has reached near 24.78-24.80 dollars. Uh, now um, the immediate resistance is near uh, 25 dollars and if that is taken out the bulls might take it to uh, 26 dollars on the higher side. Uh, in, in MCX, uh, MCX gold uh, is still in a range, is, uh, is trading between 47,300-400 and on the lower side uh, uh, 46,750 is acting as a support. Uh, the appreciation in the rupee against the dollar has uh, has uh, limited the gains in uh, the uh, Indian gold, that is MCX gold, uh, as compared to its international counterpart. Uh, this might continue as the dollar still looks weak, so that might uh, support uh, the Indian rupee and uh, on the MCX the gains would be limited as compared to the international uh, gold. Uh, so uh, it, it, it would act in a range, it would trade in a range and uh, uh, resistance in case of MCX gold is near uh, 47,800-850. If that is taken out, we might see it going higher till 48,350, which is very much possible. And in case of silver, uh, it has already tested the mentioned target um, uh, of 65,500 uh, as per uh, the uh, as per the uh, bullish formation last week. Uh, it might extend to 66,000-66,500, 66, but uh, it should. Um, one should enter into the trade only in dips uh, because it is already at a higher levels. So any dips towards 64,000, 64,500 on the MCX might attract buying in case of silver. Coming to crude oil, after a sharp movement in previous two weeks, crude oil has witnessed mixed trade last week but managed to end higher. Demand concerns rose amid mixed economic data from major economies, especially uh, slowdown in manufacturing sector and uh, persisting virus concerns which has forced countries to remain uh, to continue with the restrictions. Demand concerns rose further as state oil giant Saudi Aramco notified customers in a statement on Sunday that it will uh, cut October prices for all crude grades sold to Asia, its biggest buying region by at least $1 per barrel. The move re reflects weaker outlook for Asian demand amid persisting virus risks. Although NYMEX crude has bounced back sharply from 3 month low, the momentum has slowed near $1.70 per barrel. We expect to see volatile trade in the near term as market players assess demand supply impact of storm activity. Hurricane Ida has uh, dissipate, uh, dissipated, however large part of production in Gulf of Mexico is still shut while refineries are also struggling to reopen amid power issues and flooding. The impact of storm related disruption may be evident from weekly inventory report, however prospect of tightness in US product market owing to slower refinery operations uh, uh, might be positive for crude oil prices as well. 
on the technical front uh, crude uh, as we mentioned last time it has come close to dollar 70 per barrel and uh, now uh, it it needs to take out dollar 70 dollar 70.50 oh, on the higher side um, uh, to uh, move to 72 70 uh, 72 half on the higher side uh, and uh, on the lower side 67 dollars per barrel would act as a good support so until this range is uh, taken out we expect crude to trade in a range of 3 to 4 dollars in case of natural gas, uh, we expected uh, some kind of a correction last week um, uh, on back of uh, bearish engulfing formation, uh, but uh, unfortunately that bearish engulfing formation did not materialize as the confirmation was not there as it did not close below 310 on the MCX and the prices went up and it went up to uh, around 348 yesterday, uh, but still uh, we feel the momentum is slightly fading. And we need to wait for a reversal signal uh, in case of natural gas. One should not go long at this level because it is uh, very much overstretched. So wait for a corrective dip or wait for a reversal signal to go short. Uh, uh, we expect the prices might once again come down to 330, 325 kind of a levels and from there uh, again the buying might re-emerge. Finally, in case of uh, base metals, bearing zinc, um, all the base metals ended higher last week gaining support from a weaker US dollar and gains in Chinese equity market amid hopes of additional stimulus measures to boost growth. Tightening supply situation also underpinned industrial metals. However, gains might be capped amid slowdown in manufacturing activity in China and globally. Also China's emphasis on um, continuing with sale of metals from strategic reserves uh, might keep a check on raw material prices to keep a check on raw material prices might limit gains. On the technical front, it still looks very range bound, the entire base metal pack, the only uh, base metal which looks to break out is lead, uh, MCX lead is trading in a triangle and uh, it, it, uh, it is, it is uh, expected to breach uh, the top line and if it sustains above 183, uh, then we can say that uh, breakout has happened and if it sustains, we might see a good a rally in uh, lead prices. So wait for a breakout and if that happens uh, we might see um, a good 10 to 15 uh, points higher um, in case of MCX lead. To conclude although two important events that had uh, weakened the dollar uh, is now behind us the US dollar still looks weak and this might be good news for gold and other commodities but will this actually happen needs to be seen as markets have been in a habit of giving wild surprises. On the economic data front, we have the ECB interest rate decision that might have an impact on the US dollar. With that, I conclude this week's edition. Have a fantastic week. Good luck and trade safe.